Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today my guest is uh, a friend of mine, Dwij Nirav. Uh, he's a final year student at SEP. Uh, today we're going to talk about a lot of things about campus life at SEP, about his previous two years, and also uh, most recently he was awarded an excellence, uh, Gujral Excellence Award for Best Studio Work, which was tutored by Taiwan Mehta. So we're going to go through that project and also um, some other stuff that... Uh, uh, Dwej has been a part of. He's uh, interned at RCR Architects. We're going to see uh, those. Uh, it's going to be a fun episode. We're going to see some images, some photos, and we're going to talk about those images. And then uh, we're going to kickstart our conversation. So uh, thank you so much, Dwej, for doing this. Uh, I'm really, really looking forward to our conversation today. So uh, we're going to start off with the first segment. Um, we're going to start with uh, Campus Life at SEP. It's always colorful, vibrant, and very amusing. A lot of uh, good things happening all the time. So we have some images of uh, that uh, uh, which will be sharing with us. So we're gonna, I'm going to show those images, and we're going to go through those images uh, with him together. You want to tell what this is about? So um, it's my first year and like we are a batch of 80 students and we did like it's our first exhibition together. Yep, this one. Um, this was my semester with Yatin Pandya and uh, I worked with him on, on a studio called Spatial Narratives. And, and this photo reminds me of the times when when we didn't have night out permissions and you know we need we used to sneak in and work um and the studios were actually closed and things like that and then we had we basically end up sleeping in the studios so that that whole semester was something like that only yeah navratris at sept are really famous you you know and yeah, this is the whole batch together in all colors and like everyone is so sweaty, but yeah, that's, that's the things that I, I recall from these images. Yeah. This was um, my um, third semester where uh, in set basically we have these um, clubs. This club is um, jury of the week uh, and basically it's a student group where a student presents their work to students and and there are no jurors basically anybody could comment and and we learn from each other so so it it's it's a good thing like it happens every um, semester and it's it's when we are in a process of developing the project so it helps us uh die like if uh, we, if we are on a side track, basically it helps us to guide, like it guides us to a certain goals. Yeah. So this was <laughs> this was this uh, a summer uh, like a summer in like I think 2016 where we we made this pavilion um, uh, near the basketball ground and and all of us were supposed to work on it. Uh, and then uh, it started with 75 people, then like ended with like 30 students working on it. And then ended, like then it happened to be five students working on it. Others just went home because of the heat. But yeah, it, it was a good like hands-on work. And yeah. Were you amongst those five people who stayed till then? Yes, yes. <laughs> because um, the roof was not there and uh, we had used a, a, a translucent uh, sheet over it and it was quite heavy so we had to actually beg for people to come and help mm -hmm. us put the sheet above so that then we could fix it on on site so yeah then then it we were the five people like there were five people um that stayed and then yeah yeah so we're gonna go through the video and then you can tell what's happening <laughs> So what was happening? Look at look at those faces, my my batchmates. Oh. <laughs> um, it, it was it was a structures class where we we were supposed to make a model that that basically cantilevers an apple on one side 
and is is a structure where if i remove the apple basically it collapses but in our like first few stages we were we were making very bad models and we knew that we were making very bad models but just for the submission uh, we did it and, and then the the faculty got a little pissed and he just told us to collect the models and then like told one of us to just climb on and crush the models and I, like supposedly i was i don't know but i was excited to crush my model because i knew it was a bad model right yeah. okay let's go move on to another segment i'm going to go through uh, we're going to go through some photos that uh, that you uh, were a part of the previous semester and we're going to talk a little bit about that so can you can you brief us uh, a little bit about what's happening here so this was my semester with professor sankalpa uh, in my working drawings to a studio um and more than working drawings it was it was like a working model studio where we made models uh, we uh, we tried to form a system of uh, of spanning which which then uh, developed to be like a like a 3 meter model uh, that we could work on yeah and yeah this is the whole model and, and yeah some junctions that we uh, detailed out everything was uh, like laser cut for the first time we were learning things to how to like uh, fair, like basically uh, digitize our work and then you know uh, mass produce it so mm -hmm. some of it is 3d printing some of it is laser cut and things like that so what what is the structure is it like a lattice structure or is it a, a tensile structure it's it's a tensile structure where uh, where when we were developing from we started from modules to um uh, to the whole system so what happened was that uh, first we tried on modules that could sustain themselves then then we used tensiles uh, basically uh, rubber bands and uh, uh, wires or things like that and and then we started uh, to span it we had many failures uh, and and then like uh, somehow we then worked on a singular pattern that that basically uh, came out of the process and and then i realized that it, it's not just a tensile structure but it was a surface structure Hmm. so so the whole mesh that is being made by just a singular module uh, is is like a uh, is like a um, it, it it works like a surface and and it has a certain spanning distance so for example if you if you see there are four bays okay so yeah. the distance between uh, like how uh, one bay basically the spanning distance it was decided on a model that i was working on that you know i i took the surface out i i started putting it um, across and then i i took the distance out to see where it starts bending where it doesn't hold itself as a surface so that distance be became my maximum spanning distance and then yeah so so th that's how the system was developed during the studio right and is this like full semester uh, that you worked on this particular model and this particular structure or uh, is this part no. of the project no 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 um uh, this this was actually like half the studio you could call it basically we worked on the whole system all along the semester but um it was not like uh, pre pre decided no uh, we would be having this system so to just develop a structural system uh, it took us like half of the semester yeah. and then uh, the other like one month or one and a half month we worked on the model right and, uh, and how many it was our first time. sorry sorry i was asking how many people were working on this project only only me it was an individual project oh so 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 we we were like uh, about 11 to 12 students together and everybody had a 3 meter model and and it was for all of us it was it was like the first time we were making the whole model mm -hmm. so so there were chances of failure and actually i have failed a lot uh during during uh making it yeah. and and like there were like 
even even small things like a form work was very important for for the project uh, and i had actually developed like four typologies of form works and the actually the fourth one only worked mm. the other three were failures so mm. so it was it was like learning by making right this was when which semester this was my sixth semester sixth semester right i'm just uh, amused at the scale of the model itself it's quite huge um this was it took quite i can imagine how much time this took um but yeah we're going to move on to another model that you made which is this one yeah so the these were the first iterations uh, during the studio Mm-hmm. uh and and basically we are trying to work with um uh slits of like paper and and wires and rubber bands to to try to make a model mm-hmm. this this image shows the fa- the failures that we have gone through mm-hmm. so so they were things that we just learned from making mm-hmm. we we didn't make a single drawing uh, mm-hmm. for these processes mm-hmm. it was just the this documentation of the models that showed the process right developing a singular module then a vertical system that that basically helps me uh, span vertically mm-hmm. and yeah but do you see these uh, modules coming into fruition in like a practical real life project actually we we had uh, discussed about it that you know uh, it, practically it might it might not work Mm. We, <clears throat> there were many other reasons mm. uh, we we don't have the technology today uh, we we have like material issues uh, the quality of materials things like that and also that even even though like rcc slabs are basically very simple to make they are very fast mm. sometimes these things take a lot of time a lot of form work and and uh, yeah so yeah this is me working with my uh, teaching associate uh, from the studio and yeah we are making models together and like i remember this day was uh, was our mid semester and and uh, i was standing the whole day mm-hmm. uh, making the model and he was standing right beside me and like helping everyone out so yeah nice that's you again <laughs> yeah <laughs> so this particular studio is it um, purely based on construction or was it also did it had a design parameter behind the, like was there like a program that you attached to it and uh, was there a building typology that you had to associate um, um, attach this uh, roof or structure mm-hmm. yeah so um, the design stage like the design proposal was not so important the structure system was but uh, yes there was there was a design um, uh, element given to the studio where we were supposed to make a pavilion and an exhibition space uh, in outskirts of amdavad so the site basically is, was not important uh, the main main key idea was to focus on the uh, focus on the spanning systems and uh, to make these models out so so yeah the spaces were developed yes there were discussions on Uh, how would uh, an exhibition space for versus a pavilion and things like that yeah nice so we're going to move on to the next segment we're going to go through your portfolio um, and this mm-hmm. portfolio was selected to uh, get you into rcr architects in spain yes so maybe we can see some of your projects and we can talk a little bit about that okay so we're going to just go through the first project can you tell a little bit about this yeah so this was a call, like in collaboration with many people uh, my brother works uh, like he has a foundation called chat and uh, we ba- we basically try to design together and try to implement it on site uh, this project was uh, proposed for a school environment appro- uh, appraisal program so uh, it was supposed a it is supposed to have like there were kits of parts that were designed specifically to develop an environment like to to increase uh, the current conditions uh, where the schools municipal schools are in mm-hmm. and uh, the key element was the wall where where you you have basically the wall folds according to the 
amount of people gathering the central central fold basically shows you that it could be used as a lecture area like a yoga session could happen there things like that versus um uh, on the other hand on one end there are board games for students uh, of a certain age while uh, on on the other hand there are uh, sand pits and children slides and things like that to uh, for kindergarten students so yeah a one wall that basically threads in and connects the whole uh, school environment Right. This is your second project. So, um, yeah, this is actually a practical pro project that um, me and basic my family, uh, my parents are architects. My brother is an architect. So, <laughs> uh, my dad is working on a um, restoration project for Caligodum. And and uh, during my time uh, of internship, I I worked with him also, and I worked on this project. Wonderful. So a lot of technical aspects as well. Yes, there there was a lot of learning, and and with parents, especially my dad, it's always about work. So so there there was a lot of learning. Yes, this one is very recent uh, and very relevant to our times. <laughs> yes. So during du during the COVID lockdown, uh, me and my brother decided. Uh, to work on a uh, work on a um, system where like similar to what we have worked for the school so we developed a kit that that could help us uh, mitigate uh, the covid situation right now so we developed a cell a quarantine cell we developed how uh, like um, economical um, e economical handcrafted basins and things like that uh then we we and it was a collaborative work obviously uh, we had many people we had design discussions together and then we participated in a um, competition uh, KNDC in 2020 and we we were the runner runner ups for this uh, competition it was about making a quarantine design fa uh, facility right so I participate in many things. Uh, my uh, and and this is one one workshop where we were uh, looking into old city of Ahmedabad. Um, then the next project uh, is is uh, fiction of landscape. Um, except we have many fa uh, faculties that teach us. Uh, we have we have opportunity to interact with many of them because we we get to choose studios uh, each semester so um, this was my fourth semester with pratyush shankar and we uh, the studio name was fiction of landscape right and there were two parts to it so the first one that you saw was in udaipur the second landscape area was in Vadodara, Kamati um, Bhak. Mm -hmm. So how much of time does it take? Like this is like a full semester work or uh, do you do multiple projects? Um, so this uh, this studio that I was talking about was, was in two parts. Uh, uh, one month was given to the previous exercise mm -hmm. and this was a larger thing where it was about like two months or two and a half months right. to work on it. So this was the project that you were talking about previously. Yes. Spatial this was a semester with uh, Yatin Pandya on spatial narratives, where I, I decided to take, like the site was uh, on, like student could choose a site. And I chose uh, Hashima Island, which is in uh, Japan, and um, uh, it it is an abandoned island. And uh, we were supposed to make a memorial. So uh, my my memorial was about human and nature relationships. This is my working drawing studio with uh, Mehul Bhatt. And first, we started off with. Uh, deconstructing um, um, a given structure and try to uh, we started decoding it how it would have been made what are the materials and things like that so yeah 
the second part to the studio was uh, that uh, we took a unbuilt project uh, and there were there were groups given so uh, we were divided into three groups and um, uh, everyone had uh, like a unbuilt project of a famous architect right so this project was meeting house by Lukan and uh, we basically reworked on the uh, on the project and uh, basically contextualized it in our context mm -hmm. interesting yeah. this this was a small small thing that i did in summer with uh, my school so uh, uh, i studied at the school and they needed an extension so uh, uh, me and my dad basically uh, we we worked on it and then uh, yeah so the extension was done on the roof for mm -hmm. students to learn yeah lovely so that's a very solid portfolio that you had there uh, which and uh, no wonder you got into rcr it's many people i think are uh, uh, killing to get into that office, especially after they won uh, the Pritzker Prize. Uh, yes. In uh, the year 2017, I think. Right? Yes. So, uh, can you just tell a little bit how you applied and how much time it took and what was the process like getting into RCR? Well, um, the process was actually very frustrating uh, <laughs> because uh, I applied to uh, um, many, like, a couple of firms that I was interested in, RCR uh, hadn't replied for like a month or so, and uh, I I just gave up hopes on it and started looking for firms in India where my friends have already gone to internship, and I I was like sitting home looking at firms right now because I had hadn't got any reply. Then suddenly one day I got a reply and then I applied for my visa on the other day and it took me six months to get a Spain visa uh, mm -hmm. for work. So, so yeah, uh, so, so yeah. And in, in those six months, I, I worked with my dad and I, I, I got many things to work on things like that. So they were okay with it uh, for, uh, for you, for, to wait for you to come and it took six months. So the, the office was okay. Well, the office was expecting me uh, uh, in, I think, June. Uh, then we had worked together to acquire some documents and things like that. It, it slowly became October. And then the firm actually, basically, they were tired of, you know, of working so much for just one interview, you know. But then uh, um, I, I told them that I, I would, I, I want to work there and, you know, I, I can take a drop if if i get uh six months or more to work with them so yeah uh, then they agreed and once i got my visa in january i just left uh, uh in like five days and uh, reached there with no planning no no accommodations nothing like that and and took my like uh two or three bags to i think two bags uh, to directly to the office and they were they were like in shock <laughs> to see me in such a condition without, without a phone because uh, yeah I, I just I just wanted to reach there as soon as possible yeah and and yeah so so I I didn't have a, a sim card on my phone mm -hmm. I didn't have anything to guide me no accommodation nothing I just went there and then I just uh, scavenged for a home for like one day yeah and unfortunately you had to come back very soon because of the pandemic yeah, so I, I worked there for about three months and yeah, um, suddenly one day I, I wake up and my mom called me that, you know, I have 24 hours to leave Spain uh, uh, and, and because of the pandemic and uh, well, the place that I uh, live was Olot and, and it is a very far off place and uh, it's like one hour from Barcelona, one and a half hours from Barcelona. Mm -hmm. So, so it, it, it wasn't affected that much at that time, mm. but slowly when, once I left during my uh, travel, like during my travel to India, Spain into a national lockdown. Yeah. So luckily I, 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 I came uh, to India on, on the right moment. Yeah. yeah. And then did you get an opportunity to work, to work from home? Was that option available? Well, well uh, no, the option was not available because, um, 
these firms basically they they avoid sharing work uh, yeah. unless and until we are working with them on their pc but mm-hmm. but yeah um it was good to basically interact with them for 3 months i i almost learned spanish you oh. know i almost <laughs> but yeah and and then I, i i came back home and i had work at home because my uh, my dad was working too so Yeah. so it was it was it was not a break for me it was like a continuous thing i just i just moved around and came back home do you think you're going to go back to spain uh, to work there as an architect in the future yeah uh, um, one of the one of the key architects there um, she told me that um, it's it's don't think like i was very emotional to go back home you know i yeah. i had waited for 6 months and i was like why why should i leave without like i was planning to do more and and things like that but then she told me that you know it, don't think it as as something that stops you it's it's a resume and and you know it's a pause and a resume so you could you could come back anytime so wonderful. yeah i i am i'm planning to do that wonderful all the best for that uh i really see you uh, have a very personal and emotional connect with that office uh, i think it's one of is it is it like a favorite favorite uh, architectural practice there right now i can't list anybody uh, in comparison to them like it it's like uh when i when i saw that project in material like in front of me uh things just fell apart it it was it was just wonderful to just stand and you know feel the space yeah. uh the light quality shadows things like that the spatialness of that those projects were amazing and and yeah they are my favorite yeah um but tell tell me uh, did you know them before they won the pritzker prize were, were you following their work before that um a little like i i had seen some of their work about but i was not into them until i re, uh, like because okay because there there is no information like there there is very little information on them on on the net you you couldn't get where they are working what, what's like it, it's very difficult to understand how they are working right. like it's only when you go there and and interact with them you know how they are working yeah so yeah um yeah i'm going to share we're going to share some photos uh of when you were actually visiting uh, their office in spain and uh, we could uh, talk about those this is with my family uh like i i my dad uh and like all of them basically we we went to spain and we traveled a lot uh we took a car and we basically started from madrid to barcelona to uh uh we we went to the south we went to the vineyard basically we traveled a lot and uh, and then uh, and coincidentally i got my internship uh, email during that that oh, period oh nice I, i was very excited to meet them but uh, but it was difficult to only reach there yeah, it's yeah. it's it's in in a hilly area that i never realized until i went there that it was it was a volcanic zone oh So you're sketching here your dad is that your dad yeah it's my dad uh i i make him sketch everywhere like oh, he, nice. it, it's more fun to see him than than actually sketch because uh <laughs> it, it's just so amazing to see the proportion without without like him being you know taking like small scales and things like that to understand the proportion he yeah. just starts with one paper it it flows on to another another paper and it's like a whole sheet of sketch yeah. so uh, that's my dad sketching at i think toledo this is a calatrava's project yeah this is a sagrada familia yes um so uh it was pre decided from all of us uh, my parents and me that you know once we reach barcelona whatever time it is we we first go and just visit there it was it was closed and and we had tickets for the for the morning like the next morning oh. but it was like a mandatory to go there at yeah. even if it is the night and you know just see the scale of it yeah barcelona. this is my brother at barcelona pavilion mm-hmm. and yeah, i i'm i'm just into clicking photographs i i 
then I end up with no photographs of myself. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I totally feel for you. <laughs> it's a nice view of the city. Wow! Tell us what this is about. Uh, this is the Guggenheim Museum uh, mm -hmm. from Bilbao, and and there were many art exhibitions. Um, this artwork uh, actually was very important uh, just to understand how how people are traveling inside, yeah. and like when you are when you are walking through it, it it's a very different scale than what you see right now, and 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 they are like steel plates, uh, yeah. like cast steel uh, rotten steel um, cotton steel where, uh, and it was just amazing to just feel it and the silence that it creates just by that whole shape of it. right I see. this is Olot. Mm -hmm. this is the city that this is the town that i lived in when i worked with rcr beautiful another beautiful landscape image what's this so, um, so RCR's office basically is a, a converted office from a factory. So it, it was a bell factory before. And, and that factory is historically important because it, it made those bells and these bells were put in churches across Spain. And you, they were also moved to France and things like that. So, so the bell factory was important. And this this space is actually the factory space where the bells were made. So so the textures of the walls, the ground was left in such a condition, like in the same condition as they were discovered when they decided to make the office there. And but and right now their it, office? it's their office. What? This is their office. This is their office. This uh um uh, there there are like four parts to the office this is the first part where uh, in, on the ground floor where uh, you uh, you have this so the services are here and um, this is used when they host like a summer school something like that uh, which we we also have accept but um, uh, it's a performance space oh yeah just interesting very interesting oh wow this is a view from my apartment. Uh, I, I actually uh, lived with a family uh, in Spain. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know I, I told you that I, when I went to RCR's office, I went there with my bags, uh, <laughs> asking them for help that, you know, if you have any contact, just let me know. And yeah. I, I moved across the town to find a place. And coincidentally, I found a wonderful place. Uh, uh, I, I lived with a couple who were in their, I think, 60s or something. And it, it was just very, like, too much fun with them because they didn't know English and I didn't know Spanish. So, so, so it, was, it was all sign language there. You know? for, for at least two months, I, I, I was into sign languages. <laughs> So uh, it was like a homestay. So they cook food for you and they all, all that. Yes. Yeah. So no, uh, I used to cook. Uh, but uh, like uh, it was on rent. Uh, they they wanted to basically divide their apartment into two so that they can rent it. Um, but then I ended up basically staying with them. And uh, they, they were very uh, nice to me. They sometimes when I am late from the office, they used to cook some food for me also so so it was really wonderful to stay with them beautiful just a point that i wanted to add was that you know everything is in spanish and 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 literally like nothing in english and you couldn't find a grocery uh, or any any vegetable that you could buy and i didn't knew the town and they were my saviors too, you know, uh, understand the town and where I could get my groceries from and uh, how, how my credit card works because I, I was not taught here. Right. Again, this is part of the, this, this is uh, one of the rooms and studios in the office, right? Yes, yes. So um, this space is on, again, on the ground floor. 
where basically the students and the researchers or or someone who is interning or you know, you know uh, in a, doing a research in his masters are working here and and all of all of us together basically they it, it feels like you know you know somebody uh, who is in the same condition with you know a similar condition as yours yeah and yeah, so this was one of those uh, studios. What's the size of the office? Like, how many people are working there? Um, there, uh, they have about like twenty-five people. Uh, at my when I went there, uh, there were many students. Like, because they had a big project going on, they had many students together. Usually, this this all this part of the office sometimes remains empty because um, very less students are there. But at that time, it was it was just people were coming in because they had a lot of work. Right. I see on the screen, are they using uh, SketchUp and those kinds of software? They 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 use um, they use Rhino, they use Revit, um, they use they they don't use SketchUp. They they are not into SketchUp, but yeah, and they render a lot. They mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So okay. and those were the things that I never never knew. Like how to do a render or things like that, but I just went there with my basic skills that I had, and and just wanted to do as much work as I uh, as I could. Yeah. And if I could tell you something, uh, it would be that uh, they have this famous chair. Uh, it's called the Iowa chair, uh, and they use it in their every project. Okay, mm -hmm. and 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 one of one of their recent projects demanded it to be. Uh, a movable chair so uh, until now they they had fixed it to the ground and things like that or it is in, it is at the edge of the plane or something like that but then they wanted it to move and stay on ground so so then i i started uh, working on it because it was a very small thing to do uh, and and uh, then we talked about center of mass and things like that and and some things they 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 won't understand because you know language issues and things like that but then i made a one is to one thing like i, I made a one is to one chair uh, of whatever like they had a plastic uh, that the plastic mold that they use for the chairs and then i i started adding up uh, the base from let's say it was 5 centimeters to about about 18 or precisely i think 19 centimeters until it it was stable enough to sit so it was something that that you know we it is a very small thing to do but you learn a lot from these things yeah and uh, when you're working on this project you said software was something um some things where you are not familiar with so was it like a struggle where were you like pressurized to learn these as soon as possible when you're working well i just wanted to say uh, i just want to say that you know if you go to rcr there is a lot of struggle uh -huh. because the computers work in spanish Oh, and wow. their softwares are in Spanish. Oh okay. my God! So, 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 literally, when I went there, even though I knew a little of AutoCAD and a little of something Photoshop or something, I didn't knew the softwares because I couldn't understand what they were like. You know, until I see a symbol or something. Yeah. yeah. So, so it was very difficult to uh, actually work. But then once you once you start using them, you know, you know, you get used to it, and then I I found ways to you know make it in english and right this is the dream pavilion uh, they call it the dream pavilion and it's a very famous part of the project it's a conference room the table that you see is actually a movable like a movable table that goes into the ground and then comes up oh. and yeah interesting this is the view another beautiful this is again all good when I was in Olo, uh, uh, I I was trying to find activities to do. So uh, I started walking around, and you know, I found a friend that was from like that had stayed in Greece for twenty years, and then moved back to Olo and things like that. And I went trekking, and because he was also into trekking, I started learning things from him. He took me around uh, to many places. We had like uh, like so when I went there, I I thought they were hills, but 
then it turns out that everything was a uh, th- there were like 50 or 60 volcanoes around the city uh, and and yeah uh, to trek on them was just amazing the the landscape features are very different from what you see in the hills or the mountains right the image that you see right now is is where like, you know from the city you could see uh, a basically a snow line of the mountains yeah, yeah. and then i realized that it was it is uh, uh, the border between france and spain yeah. and you know it was very different to see a border like visually uh, from where you stay you know it, it's not something that you that you are like that i that where i come from you know? yeah so lot of different uh, terrain as well yes and rcr rcr basically when you go there uh, if you are sitting at home looking at rcr's work you won't understand like you would see a uh, good good project like you know those star projects but you won't understand until you see these textures uh, and you move around the context and then you understand how they are trying to uh, use landscape as something not literally as landscape but something as a design tool mm-hmm. this photograph is from one of those volcanic areas you know where i'm at its center and dramatically there is a church in the center and this is your uh, room yeah so um yeah the ones uh, very close to me are on both on right and left are the uh, are my host um, yeah. they were in their 60s as i said and uh, these were their family and friends uh, and the one on my right uh, or the black uh, the one in the black t-shirt uh, i i used to trek with him a lot and he 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 is just an amazing guy and i i he was completely like he was a complete stranger to me but then once i started getting into the city i i just met people and you know found friends to be with and this is my birthday my 23 oh so sweet <laughs> oh wow it's like on a cliff yeah. this so as i said uh, the context is all about volcanoes and um because of the volcanoes these landscapes have emerged and you know basically when when the eruption happened it it basically transformed the landscape uh, very much and it's it's the guiding principle there yeah so this is one of the cities mm. we could skip this but um so this is um this is from barcelona i traveled to barcelona a lot because it was near and one of my favorite space was this it actually this used to be a water tank so oh. at, at at a certain time the building was the water tank you know and and uh, the water was collected on the roof and then it was it was used to uh, provide water for the landscape in barcelona and then it was converted to a library this this was my last day uh, <laughs> at rcr uh as i said uh, it was a very sudden thing to go back home and everyone was shocked not just me because i was such an enthusiastic guy you know with uh, all my energy in into the office and uh, the architects uh, they they just gave me a very nice goodbye you know with with his um, like you know, the architect used to make paintings for his um, uh, conceptual sketches and one of one of his paintings he he made it for me to you know take back home and that was your reaction when you got to know that he is yes this this was person. the most natural photo that you can see uh, <laughs> i don't look so nice but yeah uh, i was i was just in all you know like yeah. to get a painting from him was was something very different like was was not expected yeah it's so sweet of them as well and what what was your rea- reaction like what did you say back do they understand english quite well are they fluent uh so so uh, the one in the black uh, he didn't understand english okay uh, uh, the one holding my hand uh, he knew a little english but he used to call me the, uh, the baby of the office because <laughs> i was the youngest one there yeah you know, at 23 i was the youngest one there and <laughs> and and he used to call me baby of the office you know and 
yeah but i, I was incomplete or they they just knew what i wanted to say just by my reaction you know yeah that's uh, that's um, rafael and nor uh, yes yeah yeah you said uh, uh, the timings over there were at 8:30 in the morning yes uh rcr just dedicates their almost all the time to work you know it started from early mornings at like 8:30 and uh it's a good time to actually work but you know uh, in during college years you are not so efficient as they are but yeah uh, so i adjusted to that time from 8:30 to about 7:30 but uh, uh, but as i was so much you know into the office i used to stay back till 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock until i i was satisfied with the day you know that now i have to go back home and cook and just sleep and then run back home uh, run back to the office again in the morning how did you commute in uh, spain um I, i used to live in in the center of the city and their office was just like 2 minutes away uh, it was it was not a city it was a town so um so it was just two or three minutes away uh, wa- walking distance this is the team uh, that i worked with uh, uh, at rcr and we were working on a certain project and yeah everyone was everyone was just so amazing to work with they had their own like everyone comes from a different background some some come from a different city and or a different country as well so so it was just nice to interact with all of them mm-hmm. and you said uh, this was actually originally a bell factory and now i see you sitting on a huge bell yes <laughs> the whole team um yes the whole office um uh, some of them are were not there but uh, we basically we celebrate everyone's birthday there uh so in the morning somebody would bring a cake and uh and things to eat and we would just come down for like 15 minutes you know it's a coffee time break and we utilize it to celebrate uh someone's birthday or something like that or somebody who is leaving and yeah so this was your birthday at that time or someone else's birthday no someone else's birthday my uh, yeah and this is which part of the studio it's uh, this is the library or yeah so this is actually uh, from the entrance basically when you take a right you go to uh, uh, this zone where they have a pantry so uh, this is the entrance part of the office uh, the one behind that you see is the performance space that i was talking about and and on the right you see a material library which basically continues to the architect's office above and becomes a personal library ah interesting so the three principal architects at rcr <laughs> yes and you are standing on the table <laughs> yes because uh, they they told me to stand on it first i it was on the ground okay and and then uh, rafael just go, uh, went there and uh, started like started uh, taking it up and you know trying to make it more uh, i don't know like it was it was just so emotional for me you know to yeah. to just be with them uh, yeah. at that moment. so i'm yeah. sure yeah and i'm sure they really liked you they i think they, they definitely really liked you you're, you're, you seem to be a very enthusiastic person during the office and also sweet corner because you're the youngest at, at the office as well <laughs> yeah and and uh, i think uh, one of one of my colleague there uh came to me personally and told me that you know uh, they don't give this kind of a goodbye to me, like anyone uh-huh. like it, it was like one of their rare moments to you know come down uh to the conference room and tell somebody goodbye with a painting and things like that it was it was just it was just like they they made it such so easier for me to come back home because it yeah. was it was just emotionally very difficult to uh, leave my work and uh come back to home you know this whole story it's it's really hilarious when you say that you know suddenly you popped up at their office and suddenly you're going back so even i think they were confused how did this guy come how why is this guy going so explains how much uh, passionate you are about getting into their office and i thought and i can i'm sure they saw that genuinity in you well you 
when you when you when you are accepted at a office basically you have to go there with your complete complete enthusiasm like the like most that you can give to the office because it's something that will pay you back someday so so uh, some of my colleagues told me that i was kind of a energy bomb that that just came there uh, uh took uh, like uh, made some noise and then uh, went back home but it was it was just uh, it was just amazing time yeah great um but uh, anything else at the office that you want to share like uh, uh, what are the kind of projects that they are doing right now when you went there to the office so uh, they have multiple projects um when i went there i didn't knew any of them uh, like any currently work like any of the projects that they were currently working on um but uh, they they were working on a residential project at one hand uh another with multiple like a large facility uh, uh one with a museum like so there were there were multiple projects going on and they were of a different uh, context and uh, so so it, so it was a very difficult thing to for me at least to go to the site and understand things um but uh but where i lived uh, there like in olot they have many many projects around around in the context so i i i i actually bought a cycle for like 20 euros or something and uh and i i used to cycle it to see those projects uh you know go go to the those places and uh just move around uh, and try to understand what they have done and then uh, once i come back to the office on monday i would basically at lunch time sit with everyone almost everyone and uh try to de- uh, make a discussion out of it like what were the key things that i understood from the project and yeah wonderful and uh, it was this a monday to friday office or you work on saturdays as well yeah it, it, no it it was a monday to friday office but uh, sometimes like usually olot uh, in on sundays uh, is a dead city like a dead town because uh, nobody gets out so so then i decided to also work on sundays like uh, on saturdays and sundays to to let's say uh, go in the morning read they had so many books i started reading a, a lot uh, when i was in the office and yeah so i would go there in the morning freshen up uh, with a book and you know go back and go to some to go to visit some project and things like that so the office so my, was the office open 24/7 yeah it, it's like a studio space that you see at our universities yeah, you could come in and go out uh, at least those who who work there for let's say a year or so uh, they could they could go there anytime you know one of my uh, team leaders basically uh, she she used like at at a, at critical moments she used to go back home at like 2 uh, in the morning and she would come back at 6 am like she would be there on in the office at 6 am so so everyone there was like very hard working and and you know you you could just by by that only you could get those and um, you know moments where you have these enthusiasm and you know you just rush to the office work 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 and go back home yeah so uh, do you guys also make a lot of physical models and what what are the different kinds of works that you got to do so um uh, some somewhere photoshop work like some was some was presentation work once once i went there basically i had to understand the um the project that i was supposed to work on so i started with the presentation work and things like that it depends on the timeline they have a very strict timeline of the project and uh, and they actually know their deadlines even if they are like one month or two months apart so so and and they stick to that uh, timeline so uh, in that sense uh, i used to work with many things like i used to do some models uh, i i used to document things from that for, for them i used to read i used to uh, do autocad things like drafting things and yeah so all kinds of things so was it like different things in a day or was it like one thing one one day one thing 
so is it like all it, it would be it would be one day one thing like uh, uh, unless i finish one thing i will move to the next thing at at a so basically i told you they stick to that deadlines so i was also working with two two team leaders so uh, they had their own projects so so i was also working on two different projects one was residential a very a typical rcr essential thing essence thing you know uh, you could see the language and you could just make it out you know that this is this is rcr's work and 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 i would work on furniture i would understand uh, how the interiors would work what kind of proportion they are working in and then uh, understand what kind of structure they are using yet the materials were not so important to me because materials differ in different contexts but the key things were the proportions were the type of things that they do to understand what is light what is shadow what is the space so yeah when you were when you were working on the working drawings did you get a chance to do some working drawings as well um yes i i started working so so one of one of these key things were uh, so i i made uh, working drawings for let's say interior things like uh, uh, even let's let's say a, furn a furniture would get into yeah. such a detail because they they wanted to merge with the interiors and the exteriors yeah then i would i would work on a site level thing where you know i am figuring out things the uh, orientation of things and uh, stuff like that and yeah so it and and they were they were very nice to take me in gradually so so they 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 were not like you know uh, first day you just start with the working drawing or make toilet drawings or things like that they started with things that i knew and then i started learning their way of doing things so yeah. so it was it was really nice to you know go through that so um the reason i was asking that is if you were doing working drawings you said everything was in spanish the software and all that. so when you had to annotate the drawings how did you uh, do that part so uh, <laughs> so annotation what i did basically first to crack the software i i had to understand how to how to make it in english so so <laughs> i spent some time to you know figuring out ways to make it in english and i did that you know uh, the technician there uh, who basically uh, handles every every computer and things she she was really amazed you know that he even in the whole computer is in spanish i uh, i figured a way out to you know make it in english uh, at least the softwares and then uh, the annotation actually i did roughly uh, and then somebody would take my drawing and you know they they would annotate it according to uh, uh, the type the fonts and things like that yeah so was there like an international team as well from other countries yes uh, i mean everybody was working on different context different projects uh, and everybody was from a different background so i i from my team there were people from italy there were people from greece and you know some the the girl that you see here in in brown is from Me Me mexico yeah so every everybody was from different places you know and um, and and we worked on different projects it it somebody would be working on a project in barcelona i was working on a project in france and yeah, yeah. so and portugal so there were two two projects that were outside the country that i couldn't visit uh, unfortunately but yeah yeah i i i really sounds like a amazing office to work at and a lot of lovely and enthusiastic and passionate people who are at the office when you were saying they work till Two o'clock when it's the you know when when they're strict deadlines and um so you said the off the people could also access the office whenever they want so do you have like an like an ID card like who who stays in the office twenty four seven basically they use a fingerprint uh, machine and I couldn't get in the office uh, I I usually call uh, somebody up who is inside already and then I could use my fingerprint only to get out so oh. so. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> i was free to go out but you know once i i couldn't walk in any time you know it, it it would be very embarrassing to for me to you know uh, call them and tell to open the door at 9 o'clock in the morning 
so it would be like 8:30 sharp and yeah yeah beautiful the office was really inspiring um they like in in terms of its proportion the materials they were used the 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 tables that that you see in the image right now uh is a 4 meter cantilever table what yeah so it has no bottom thing uh, uh so so uh, and it's like uh it's like a very heavy table uh cantilevered from 4 meters and you know i was walking on it to see whether it breaks or not you know i was i was, I was just i was just like you know when i went there i i saw that table and i was like what is happening you know like it, it's it's just a horizontal line and i and there were other things you know a table could inspire you uh, uh an un, unbuilt space could inspire you that the performance space inspires you things like that so so there were many things that you know i learned just by going there beautiful i wish uh, i could i could go on about this i have so many questions but since we're uh, running short of time we're going to go to our final segment um which is your recent studio project which was tutored by kaiwan mehta so can you just uh, briefly as i open the your project briefly introduce us to you know the pro the brief of the studio yeah so the studio uh title was time public and architecture and and when i applied for the studio basically we could choose the studio so um when i applied i i couldn't understand a thing about the studio the 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 language that you know uh, the the way that kaiwan had in, uh, explained it to everyone in etcept it was it was a little difficult for us to understand but you know if you know kaiwan where he's from you know what he is doing like how he is and and you know if you talk to people i i could simply make it out that you know i wanted to do a studio with him so i i just without any any further uh, thought i just up, like uh, applied for his uh, studio